waiting as they operate on a loved one in a life or death moment. Waiting for the telephone to ring. Hopefully, with good news. Waiting in the midst of grief. Waiting in the midst of emotional torment. In these moments of waiting, we often cry out to God. And such a cry, such a prayer, is found in today's psalm. Psalm 130, on page 784. And I invite you to follow along on that page, 784, as we take a closer look. Seven eighty four. Verse one Out of the depths I have called to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears consider well the voice of my supplication. The Bible does not tell us the specific situation that the psalm writer is facing. But we do know that he is in hair-pulling agony. Feeling like he was sliding into a grainy sand pit with no way out. Have you ever felt that way? In verse 2 he goes on, If you, Lord were to note what is done amiss, O Lord, who could stand? The psalmist recognizes that in one sense, he doesn't deserve any help from God. He, like each of us, is a sinner. He knows that he has messed up. Have any of us ever messed up? A few of us, I'm sure. And if God chose to apply His standard of justice to the psalmist or to any of us, no one would ever receive any help from God. Fortunately, we worship a merciful God, as we are told in verse 3. For there is forgiveness with you, therefore you shall be feared. This is a little confusing, but the Old Testament's idea of fear in many places is less about being afraid of God, like a child might be afraid of the dark, but more of awesome respect and awesome wonder. You and I, along with the psalmist, should stand in awe. We should be surprised. The God of justice would have mercy, would choose to be mercy. We don't deserve it, but God chooses to be merciful to you and to me anyway. Now having asked God for help in the midst of this terrible situation, the psalmist acknowledges his sin and then he puts his trust in the compassion of God. 
And then in verses 4 through 6, the psalmist stretches his legs out in faith. And let's say verses 4 through 6 together aloud. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits for Him. In His word is my hope, my soul waits for the Lord. More than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, wait for the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy. You are also eager to go on. In verses 4 through 6, a photo is taken of a soldier on night duty, waiting for those first rays of the sun to tiptoe over the horizon. And like the soldier waiting for the dawn, the psalmist is waiting for God. And there's nothing that the psalmist can do but wait. Wait for God to act. Wait for God to show up. Wait for God to do God's will. Question. How many of you enjoy waiting? Few people enjoy waiting. In today's society, where we can get so many things on instant demand, it can be difficult for us to lose patience with a God who does not operate on anyone's demand at any time. So when you've done all that you can and you've cried out to God for help, you have to wait. But how should you wait? G. Campbell Morgan, who was one of the great preachers of the English church in the 20th century, had this to say about Waiting on God. Waiting for God is not laziness. Waiting for God is not going to sleep. Waiting for God is not the abandonment of effort. When you and I are waiting for God, we're to be actively waiting. The guard on night duty is not supposed to be sleeping. Snore, snore, snore. But alert to what is happening around him. When you are waiting on God, you are to be alert. Your spiritual eyes and ears are to be open for any signs or sounds, any clues that God is tiptoeing up across the horizon of your life situation. There were a group of travelers who were stuck at an airport. Many of us have shared that experience. The plane was late. They were all stuck at the gate. And as time went by, people started to get a little ugly and a little stressed out and a little sick of waiting. And so this one gentleman in a very fancy business suit pushed his way up to the front of the counter He slapped his ticket down. He said, I must get on that plane right now and I must be in first class. Well, the flight attendant was trying to be polite and courteous, the gal behind the desk. She said, sir, we're doing everything we can to make sure that you get on that plane as soon as possible. But 
you're going to have to wait with everyone else, please. The businessman looked at her and he said, Ma'am, do you have any idea who I am? And without missing a beat, she picked up the intercom microphone and said, Ladies and gentlemen, we have a man at the desk who does not know who he is. If anyone can help him identify himself, please come to gate 17. When you wait on God, and the waiting gets long, you might get a little confused. Confused about your life, confused even about who you are. But as a Christian, you need to remember who God is. And if you can remember that, then you can have faith. That just as the dawn bursts across the dark sky, so will God's blazing light burst into your dark situation. Another question. Is the psalmist a betting man? Is he gambling here? What do you think? Yes or no? No. He isn't saying, well, I know that there's a pretty good chance that God will show up. No, he has faith. He knows that God is merciful and that God will show up. Now having said that, you and I know, and sometimes very painfully, that God does not always show up and God does not always do what we want God to do when we want. But the psalm writer is aware of this. But he trusts that God will act. And that he will intervene in the situation that he himself faces and all of his people and get them out of the situation they're in. Last verse, verse 7. With him there is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all their sins. In other words, as Christians, anytime we wait, we wait in hope. The hope of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you face those long nights, those sad days, those uncertain futures, ask God for help. Do all you can, and then wait hopefully and faithfully with big eyes and big ears for the sights and sounds of God tiptoeing over the horizon. Amen.